season. I we talk about it once a month. So, you know, it's been stopping from very valuable. Feel like you're playable. Eyes can And welcome to Cookie J Radio. And as always, I'm your host, the lovely, fabulous, luscious, and luminous Miss Cookie J. How is everyone doing on this lovely, lovely um, Thursday? I hope you're doing good. I'm doing good. Whew. If I sound a little sick, lovies, that means I am. I have a little, little cold. But no worries. I ain't gonna let no little cold keep me down. I'm gonna still bring y'all entertainment. I'm gonna still do what I gotta do. For y'all, because I love y'all so much. All right. Now, we got to tap into it because, <laughs> Lord have mercy. So, four hours ago, TMZ posted an article about Cardi B and Offset. So, according to TMZ.com, Cardi B back with Offset Vow, he vows no more groupies. Oh, so Cardi B and Offset are officially back together, as in together, together. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Anyway, according to the article, Cardi B's family is back together again. She and Offset are under the same roof, and the hip hop power couple is officially back on. TMZ has learned sources close to the couple t- close to the tell close to the couple tell TMZ Cardi's returning to Atlanta home they share before the breakup. Where they're told that this is the first time she's been back to she's been back there with Offset and Culture since the summer when he ripped into when, when he ripped into her husband for for uh, for allegedly cheating. There have been numerous signs lately. Of a reunion, Cardi posted last week. I want to go home, but um, I want to go home. But our sources, uh, but the sources say it is it's a done deal now. So she had posted on her, she had posted on her Snapchat or her Instagram. She was like, I want to go home. Da 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 da, all type of stuff. Anyway. Oh, it's a done deal now because Offset proved himself to his wife. He was buying her all type of stuff and everything. I, I knew she was going to... See, oh, let me just read the article. TMZ was told one of the key factors was Offset changing his changing his phone number in order to show Cardi to show Cardi he's serious about being honest and faithful. You should have did that the first time, boy. You never should have... Oh, anyway... Our sources say the new digits are strictly for Cardi and business calls. Yeah, whatever. More importantly, there's a new no groupies rule, which will be in full effect this weekend. It should be. It should have been in full effect before this. But anyway, TMZ was told Offset not allowing Offset's not allowing any female fans near him during the Super Bowl appearances in ATL. 
He wants Cardi to know he's serious about their marriage. The Rams and Patriots ain't the only ones with a lot to lose this weekend. Oh, Lord. Okay. I, oh my God. Okay, so basically, I knew this was going to happen. This ain't no real shock to me. I knew it was going to happen. Because not only did the man, like, buy all type of stuff, like, he's, like, they spent, like, a whole weekend together somewhere. I, I forgot because I know I talked about it. They spent a whole weekend together and stuff. And even after the breakup, they were so fucking. So it's like, to me, it's not no, it's not no big shock. <laughs> And I think we all kind of knew that they was getting back together. So, it really ain't no thing right there. And they talking about no groupies rule. The no groupies rule should have applied when y'all first, before y'all even got married. You should have been faithful before you got married. When you got married. Man, no groupies rule. Like, that should have stopped it when soon as y'all got together. I don't get it. But, hey... That's what you want to do, hey, that's, she love it, I like it, hey, <sighs> so, it ain't no shocking to me, I knew they was getting back together sooner or later, I I told, and, and that's what I said, I said that they was going to get back together, <sighs> I knew it, I just knew it, oh my god, oh, <sighs> Lord have mercy. Anyway, so moving on. <laughs> so I come with an update with Jesse Smollett. Remember, I told you if, if you guys don't know, um, on my last on the last episode, um, episode eight, I have talked about Jesse Smollett, you know, um, the guy who plays Jamal off of Empire. Little backstory: He got he was attacked yesterday, or the day before. It was one of them days. He got attacked um in in um in Ohio or Chicago, something like that, and um, something like that. He got attacked by two people, who was who was shouting homophobic and racial slurs at him. They beat him. They said that they pour bleach on him and they tied a rope around his neck and they didn't really get like a two they really didn't get like a whole description of them uh but until now so and in the in the police like they're they were trying to like find anybody who knew something like they were trying to like gather up any type of witnesses surveillance so they have a witness and they have surveillance footage. So I'm gonna give you like the witnesses thing first. So also according to TMZ, Justice Smollett neighbor says she saw suspicious redneck with rope. Lord have mercy. So a woman who lives in Jesse Smollett's apartment building told cops she saw a suspicious man whom she said looked like a redneck loitering just outside. The entrance to the building an hour and a half um, before Je- Jesse said she he was attacked. The woman who asked us not to use who asked TMZ not to use her name tells TMZ she walked out of she walked out of the building at twelve thirty a.m. Tuesday to take to take her dogs out and she saw the man near the door pacing between the parking garage and, and entrance. 
Looking agitated and smoking a cigarette, she says he looked out of he looked out of place. He was a white man with with scruff on his face, wearing a blue winter beanie, a a blue zip up sweatshirt with a hood and blue jeans that were that were too short, exposing thick gray hunting socks and and camp and camel colored and camel colored dress shoes. So they had and they also have a picture of um outside of the uh, like the the parking garage of his of, the, of his apartment complex. And goes on to say she know she noticed um, she says she noticed that he looked what looked like rope for a clothesline um f- from the bottom of his from the bottom of his um of his sweatshirt made of white and blue material. She says that he was staring at another man for about um, 300 feet away who was standing near another entrance of the building. She says she got creeped out by the man and after five minutes she retreated back into into the building. Man, I would too. Shit. The woman says she went up to sleep and woke up at 4 a.m. To, to go to the gym and noticed that a lot of security. She says that she <clears throat> she said that she couldn't that she concerns I'm told told Jesse was attacked and when she told him what she saw, the concierge implored her to call the the uh, <clears throat> to to call a detective and gave her two and give and gave her two phone numbers. She made contact that afternoon and downloaded and downloaded a detective. Oh Lord. So, this thing that she saw what she saw, honey, and you can't blame her for not wanting her name out because she ain't trying to have them problems. She said, I'll help y'all find the dudes, but <laughs> just leave my face and my name out of it. That's all I ask. So, uh, also according to TMZ, like I said before, they have some people of interest. Jesse Smollett, persons of interest revealed in shadow surveillance image. Okay, they don't have the footage, they have the image. Alright. So, according to this article, according to a local reporter, Rob Eagles, Lord have mercy, these last names, I can't do it. Eagles, Elgas, oh, I don't know. Smollett was being was was seen on surveillance camera walking on the opposite side of the street, and two persons of interest, Elgis claimed both Smollett and the unidentified people people that walked off camera on different on, on different cameras. Lord Smollett. So Smollett is unaccounted for on camera for about 60 seconds. He then reappears on surveillance entering a con a condo building with with what appears to be a street to be street salt on his on his sweater and rope around his neck. Jesse uh, Jesse arrives at a friend's place where police arrive to take to take a report. TMZ confirmed with law enforcement sources that Smollett refused to turn his cell phone over to the authorities after telling them he was on the phone he was on the phone with his manager during the incident. Lord have mercy.
Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Five, um, five, um, 5.43 p.m. Chicago, Chicago PD just released this screen grab of the surveillance video. As you can see, it's virtual is virtually impossible to make out a single feature of the person's interest. Cops say the two people in the image were walking on New Street near the intersection with E, e Illinois Street between 1.30 a.m. and 1.45 a.m. They're about to block, they're, they're about to block a, they're, they're about a block from the subway restaurant Jesse had gone to Tuesday morning and roughly halfway between the restaurant and Jesse's home law enforcement tell law enforcement sources tell TMZ detectives have scoured camera footage in the area and to this and to the point to this point haven't seen any sign of alleged attack for Jesse's assailants Oh Lord, have mercy! Oh my God, cops. Uh, cops say that they want to speak to the person of interest to determine if they witnessed or was involved in the incident. As as you can see from the image, you've got to work. They've got their work cut out for them, and they really do. Cause if you look at the image that I'm looking at, it's you can't you can't see. Oh my God, it's, it's impossible to make out a face. Oh. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Cops investigating the Justice Smollett attack say they they finally have a lead from surveillance video, but they're going to need public public's help to locate multiple persons of interest. Chicago PD says detectives were were able to find a camera angle that revealed persons of interest wanting for questioning, and the assault and battery of the Empire Star cops are careful not to call people suspects in the case. Oh my God! Police say that they'll be releasing images of the persons of interest shortly. TMZ broke the story. Jesse says two men in ski masks jumped him, beat him, doused him with bleach, and left a rope around his neck for before fleeing. He says they yelled mega, mega, mega country or mega country as they got away. Um, TMZ confirmed Jesse's manager, Brandon Z. Moore, told police that he was on the phone with Jesse during the alleged attack. Brandon was... Brandon says he told the cops he clearly heard the the mega comment as he was racially homo as well as the racial homophobic slurs. We know um, TMZ knows the, um, the attack happened somewhere near Jesse's residence in Chicago, and that police w- were reviewing cameras city owned from private from privately owned buildings in the area. Oh, Lord have mercy. So basically, what they saying is like you know, they have some people of interest, like they got like some type of angle, but you know, they're not really trying to call people suspects and 
all type of stuff and it really it's like it's sad because like if you look at like the picture that they reveal you can't make out no face it's like totally impossible like it's dark outside it's only like one little glimpse of light it's like two it's like two shadows just right there just right there at the camera so you can't like really like make out a face even if you try but somehow some shape some form they got like some type of thing and they got like people that they want to question and you know during the thing Jesse was on his phone with his manager they and he refused to turn over his phone so that the cops could check it out but his manager did confirm that they, he was on the phone when that happened and they was screaming out mega country or mega country or whatever I, I'm gonna look that up and I'm gonna come back with a with a with a, a with a up down this mega country is and most likely I'm gonna roast it to filth cause we, that's not what we doing probably some racist anyway yeah so all I ask is like whoever out there who knows something about this or like knows who did it like just go to the police man cause that ain't right that sound ain't right and it's not that and the the thing is don't matter like what their reasonings were for doing it it was wrong it don't matter if he was famous it don't matter if he had a lot of money the main thing is they did it because he was he he's gay he's gay like like let's say let's just keep the truth he's a gay and he's black and he's like he got like he he making some of himself and and racist bigots don't like that and they're sad they don't like it let's just really keep the truth it really doesn't matter like what their reason behind it was that was like the main the main reason and like they need to go to jail for it. it like so i just ask whoever knows something about it just just tell the police bro like if you if you saw something it don't matter if like come on like the it don't matter if, like, you, you just see somebody walk down the street and they look suspicious, man. You ain't got to give your name. You ain't got to give your face. Just tell the police something. It's, it's better, like, to tell them. It's better, like, I'm telling you, it's better, like, to tell the police like, willingly that you seen something instead of them finding out that you was around and them then coming near you and you feeling cords or pressure in it. Like, just, just tell, bro. Just tell. Come on, man. You ain't got to give your, you ain't got to give your name or nothing. Especially if they, especially if them two dudes know you, ain't no shame in telling. You can tell, shoot, cause you know what's gonna happen. They go if they do get caught, your name gonna get brought up in it, and then y'all all gonna be going down together. Hell no. I would have been. I'm sorry, anybody who know me know I'm a snitch. I ain't going down for nobody. You do the crime, you doing the time. Shoot, ain't gonna. Get me locked up in the jailhouse. You must be crazy. Man, I'll bunny hop to I'll bunny hop to the police station. Like, excuse me, sir. It was him. It was him. He beat him down. He tied a rope around his neck. Um and he ran away. I'm a snitch. I would have I would have sung like Ooh, I would have sung like a canary. Sung like a canary. Oh my god. But it's, it really, really is sad that people can't even like go out to get some especially now it's now with celebrities now you get what I'm saying like now with celebrities it's not even like regular people anymore it's celebrities like celebrities can't even go go outside to get a sandwich the man was going out to get a sandwich he can't go out of his apartment to get something to eat lord have mercy lord have mercy 
it's just sad. So whoever knows something, just I just ask y'all to go to police, you know, get some closure for him and get some closure for the family and for all of us who are fans and all of his friends and everything. Just, just if y'all know something, just, just go, just, just go to police. That's all I ask. All right. But anyway, y'all, we're gonna take a break and when we come back, we're gonna type in the mud tea and we're gonna have a little bit more fun. Don't go nowhere. All right. Mwah. You're here, I'm pleased, I really dig your company, your style, your smile, your peace mentality, Lord have mercy on me, I was blind, now I can see what I came supposed to be, baby, I feel free, come on and go with me, let's take a long walk around the park. Find a spot, us to spark Conversation, verbal elation Stimulation, check our situation Temptation, education Relaxation, elevation Maybe we can talk about Sora 3118 Your background, it ain't squeaky clean Shit, sometimes we all got to swim upstream You ain't no saint, we all a sinner But you put your good foot down And make your soul the winner I respect that, man, it's so fat And you're all black, plus supreme Then you're humble, man I'm numb, you're feeling I can feel everything that you bring Let's take a long walk Around the park, after dark Find a spot, us to spark Conversation, verbal elation, stimulation Share our situation, temptation, education Relaxation, elevation Maybe we can talk about Revelation 317 Or maybe we can see a movie Or maybe we can see a play on Saturday Or maybe we can roll a tree and feel the breeze And listen to a symphony Or maybe chill and just be Or maybe Maybe we could take a cruise and listen to the rules Or maybe eat some passion food Or maybe try to the blues Or maybe we could just be silent
and that was a long walk by Miss Jill Scott. And welcome back to Cookie J Radio. And as always, I'm your host, the lovely, fabulous, luscious, and luminous Miss Cookie J. As you guys can hear, my little cold is getting worse, but don't worry, I'm back, and I'm just gonna get through the show, and I'm gonna entertain y'all like I always do. Alright, so you guys know how we love answering questions here at Cookie J Radio, and I found some more questions that, like, really seem real good to me, so I'm just gonna answer, uh, well, I'm gonna answer a lot of people. Alright, so the first one that I saw, which is... So, seems so cute to me. It says, what's the most pleasing accent to hear your language spoken with? Mm. Like, like, what they mean? Like, 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 if someone else has, like, an accent and they speak, and they speak, like, English. Okay. I would say I like it when, you know, like, hmm. I would say I would like, I like you know, like when Jamaicans and Africans like have their accent and they try to talk, they try to talk in um, English and they talk in clear English. And like, like on some of them it's cute. On some of them it just you don't know what the hell they're saying. But majority of the time, you know, it sounds like real cute and everything. It sounds real pleasing. You be like, oh my god, like <laughs> yeah. So I would say like Jamaican African. Yeah, I would say that. Because <laughs> it's also cute, you know? You just be like, oh my god, like <sighs> Oh my god. <laughs> Alright. What is your most memorable dream or nightmare? Oh my god, I got one. Alright, so this I remember this was like a couple years ago. Probably more than a couple years ago. But this is that show Sleepy Hollow was like real popular. So Sleepy Hollow was, and I remember I used to watch it like on the regular. And I it used to come on ABC, something like that. I used to come on like one of them, one of them stations. But anyway, I remember I used to watch it. So I remember that night I went to sleep and I was in this dream and I was in this like this little saloon or whatever, this little bar or some type of stuff. And I was um, just like sitting there having fun. So and so it was time for me to go. I wanted to go home. So I go out of the saloon or whatever. It's like, for some reason, it was like real, like, 1920s or something like that. Like, I remember, like, the wardrobe and stuff being, like, very, very, like, old, like, 1920s. Like, like the dance era. But anyway, so I remember leaving the saloon, and I'm walking down, like, this real dark pathway. And I'm just walking, you know. All of a sudden, I hear, whoosh. Like, you know how, like, a horse sound, like, whoosh, like, like that. And I, and I look back at me, I'm like, oh, my God, it's a horse. So, and plus the horse's eyes was like glowing red. So I'm like, okay, there's a horse. So I just continued like walking, you know, I'm out of my business, you know. So I keep on, and all of a sudden the horse went, like does a little noise again. And I look back, child, it was the headless horseman. He had his little, his little axe or whatever. He was swinging it. He was like, Ree! And then, like, he just chased me. So, like, I I go running. So, like, mind you, in the dream, I'm in heels. And you know how, like, in the movies when they start, like, running down the hallways or whatever, like, the hallway just get longer? That's how it was. And it was, like, a, like, there was, like, a, a street light, like, right down the, right down the, um, right down the street. And I'm running. So, like, more and more as I'm running, the street light is going, like, far, far away. So, when it looks like I'm catching up to the street light, my legs snapping, too. 
Oh my god, I was so scared. My legs snapping too. So like I'm crawling to the street light. Then all of a sudden I get to the street light, the headless horseman get off his get off his horse, put like flips me over and puts his axe. His axe is like right there at my neck and then that's when I woke up. That was like the one nightmare that like one of the one of the most nightmares that I know about that I remember that <laughs> that like I still don't understand to this day. Yeah, like that was like one of like the one of the really most nightmares that I consistently remember. Now, one of my dreams that I done had, one of my memorable dreams I done had, child. There was this one, cause everybody know, everybody know that I love Dwayne Johnson and Channing Tatum. Everybody knows that. I feel like, like those are two of the most sexiest men's that I've ever seen it in my life. And one day, I'm going to meet him. <laughs> so the way Johnson, Channing Tatum, if you out there, if you listen to Cookie J Radio, honey, I want to see you. I'm in New Jersey. Ah, I'm in New Jersey. Oh, my God. But anyway, so, so mind you, I was watching G.I. I don't know why I'm, I don't know why my dreams and my nightmares always conflict to what I be watching, like, right before, right before, like, I go to sleep. Anyway, I was watching G.I. Joe Retaliation. So I'm like, oh my, so like this whole movie, like I'm getting my life. I was like, my baby, my baby Dwayne, like he's doing his little thing. He knocking people out and everything. He in car scenes and all type of stuff. And Shannon is in the first half of the movie looking all fine, sweaty and all that. I was like, oh my God. I was like, this is too much. So I go to sleep that night. I wake up, like, I'm in my dream. I'm in a whole jungle. I'm like, what is going on? I'm in these, like, little, these little, like, jungle clothes, cut out, everything. So, like, and I'm just, like, running through, like, this jungle. And all of a sudden, some, like, something's chasing me. Like, something's, cha- like, running behind me and some, something's swinging above me. So, lo and behold... Shannon's chase, chasing me on foot and, and Dwayne is swinging like from the vines like up in the air. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there running. I'm like, oh my God. Stay away from me. Da, 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 da. Like I'm running. But they catch me. <laughs> they catch me. So tight. Like, so like, I don't know who grabbed me and put me up on the vine. I think it was Dwayne who, like, who was swinging on the vine, like, grabbed me and yoked me up. And I and Shannon ran and grabbed the vine. And he was on his little vine. We, we was all just swinging. So they had took me back to his little treehouse. Girl, they they took me into the treehouse <laughs> and worked me over in the treehouse, girl. They worked me over in the treehouse, in the treehouse. Both of them in the treehouse, Dwayne Johnson and Channing Tatum both worked me over and out in the treehouse, and then like I kind of got mad because like my mom had turned on the light and like <laughs> the dream just instantly went away. <laughs> you know, like you know that's sad. Like when you be having like them real good dreams, then somebody wake you up, and when you go back to sleep, you can't like you try to finish the dream off, and then you don't do it. But if it's a nightmare, you fall back to sleep and it'll go like right back to the nightmare. You be like, oh my God, like really? Oh my God. <laughs> you be like, come on, man. 
really. So yeah, those like that was like my most memorable nightmare and dream that I've ever had. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, I told y'all I was sick. Excuse me. Well, let me blow my nose, child. Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. I had to get myself out of bed to pull this episode together. But anyway. Oh, my God. So, what have you recently become obsessed with? Oh, my God. What have I recently become obsessed with? I would say documentaries. Especially with documentaries that, like, gotta do, like, something, like, with killers and all that i know that kind of sounds like kind of weird but it's like i don't know why but i like watching deadly women i like watching like the little the little documentaries and stuff because it's because it's like it's real like i like watching how the stories is and i like watching how like they thought they was gonna get away with it but they truly, truly in the end they didn't get away with it so like yeah documentaries and stuff that i really really become really fascinated with Especially, like, ones, like, I've never seen before. Like, I've seen, like, documentaries that I didn't even know existed. And I'd just be like, oh, my God. Like, really? <sighs> yeah. <sighs> yeah, so, yeah, that's what, that's what I, would, I would say. It's, like, what I've done, like, really. <sighs> yep. Where do you go? Where do you like going for walks? Okay, I don't really, to be honest, I really don't be going. I don't go on walks. I'm just gonna keep it G. But anymore, like when I, but when I used to do it, I used to like just go up and down the street. <laughs> cause I ain't nowhere, cause I ain't nowhere else like, to really walk at. And and thing is, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. When it comes to like walking and stuff, I'm kind of lazy because I don't want to like walk all the way down to the to the grocery store and then come all the way back. Like that's just too much for me. Shoot, I don't even like walking in the hallways of my school. And anybody who knows me, who goes to my school, knows that walking through them hallways every day gets so tiring. Especially if you are aged, bro, you be like, I can't. Ugh. It's all about the hallways in my school, bro. When you become a, when you a freshman, I'm a senior now. But when you a freshman, it's like them hallways are like mazes. You don't know where you going <clears throat> or how to get there. But by the time. Well, like you, you, like you get used to it, but like in a couple, in a couple weeks when you first, when, like or a month when you're a freshman. But by the time you become like a senior or a junior, you gonna be in, you gonna be in every hallway in my school, in that school imaginable. Oh, like come on, like if you not like at least if you haven't like at least seen G Hall by the time that like, you was <coughs> a junior, you, like some option. Anyway. Not that. Um. Uh. What is romantic? What is what's romanticized in modern culture, but really shouldn't be? What is romantic? Like, Lord, that's like, oh, that's a little bit hard. Um, I would say. Oh, excuse me. I would say what's really romanticized but really shouldn't be is like group activity I feel like that's like really like that's like really that's really romantic and I don't know why it is because to me that's not 
depends on like I don't care how many times like I play about that type of stuff and I probably on my last on my mind podcast with games like you probably played around like I don't want to do that but yet uh, like but all seriousness all jokes aside I, despite on how uh, how I played in the past like joked about it in the past like for real I would not do that I'm sorry it's just to me, I know how I am. I'm too jealous. I'm a too much of a jealous person. And on top of that, that, that don't seem what's up to me. Like, it don't seem fun. <laughs> and nobody gonna see and convince me that it's fun. It's not. One-on-one. That's how it's not So it really shouldn't be. I don't know why it is romantic now. It really shouldn't be. But it is. And people actually like doing that. But not me. One-on-one. Uno dos. One, two, it's just, <laughs> oh, anyway, moving on, when you were a kid, what movie did you watch over and over again, oh my god, there's so many, there's so many, I used to watch, but the main thing I used to watch, and I still do now, is Tyler Perry, I used to watch Medea, like, it wasn't nobody's business, like, it got so bad that my mom would just say, like, if you play Tyler Perry one more time, <clears throat> I'm throwing the ball out, yeah, but I used to watch. I used to watch how I used to watch the plays so much, and like you know, my DVD players like them broke, so I can't really watch my my movies like that no more. <coughs> Excuse me. And that's why I really be. That's why I really be like, really hoping that they be putting they'll put some of this some of these plays and stuff on Netflix, so I get my life off of. <coughs> Oh Lord have mercy. I'm so sorry, y'all. I know I sound sick. I am sick, but like you know, I'm just trying to keep it, keep it real, like keep it real, let real G with y'all. We might have to cut this one short, but anyway. Whew. Yeah. So anyway, y'all, I'ma regroup, get myself together. We are gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna have a little bit more fun. We're gonna have a little bit more tea, and then I'll be. I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to go. I got a condo in Manhattan. Baby girl, what's happening? You and your ass invited. So gonna get to clapping. Go pop a phone, play, pop, pop a phone. Turn around and drop it for a plan. Drop, drop it for me. I'll rent a beach house in Miami. Wake up with no jammies. Lives to tell for dinner. Coolio served that scampi. You got it if you want it. Got, got it if you want it. Said you got it if you want it. Take my wallet if you want it now. Jump in the Cadillac. Girl, let's put some miles on it. Anything you want. Just to put a smile on it. You deserve it, baby. You deserve it all. Girl, let's put some miles on it. 
That's what I like by Bruno Mars. And welcome back to Cookie J Radio. And as always, I'm your host, the lovely, fabulous, and luminous Miss Cookie J. Did you miss me? Did you miss me? I miss you guys. Oh my God. I miss you guys too. Even though it was a little bit of a short break. But you know what? My my heart always be heavy every time I have to leave y'all. So we're going to tap into more questions. And we're just going to continue having fun like we've been doing. As you can probably hear in my voice, like, my cold has kind of calmed down in this short amount of time, but, you know what, I'm still pushing through, still claiming healing in the name of Jesus, honey. Like, I might have a sore throat and I might have a stuffed up nose, but I'm not dead, honey, so, yes, that's something to be grateful about. I'm just happy I'm claiming healing. And, you know, I'm just, I'm just like, you know, <laughs> I feel good. Even though I'm a little congested, I still feel good. Whew. Still feel good. All right. Well, let's have it to it. So, next question is, um, what random stranger has, has, has had the biggest impact on your life? Oh my god, so this is the easy one for me. So there was this when I was working, there was this little boy, his name was Yvonne. I swear to god, I would never forget this little boy for the longest I live. His name was Yvonne. And I only saw him like about like three times, but like he just impacted me so much. And you know, at my old job we used to give our lunches to the kids. Like, where our neighborhood at, like, free lunches and everything. So, like, he came. At first, he didn't want to come and get none because he was he was scared. So, and this, and this boy looked like he was about, like, 12, 13. I asked him, like, me and my coworker, we asked him, like, how old he was. He was, like, he was 12. I was, like, oh, okay. And, like, you can kind of see, look at him. And by the way how he talked, he was, like, a little, little, like, 
a little special. So I was like, okay, well, you know. But he was like, he was a little black boy. He's he was so cute, and you know, he was the only one who I was the only one besides my coworker. She stopped talking to him, but like I continued to talk to him, and you know, he really liked talking to me, and he was the only one who would talk to me. He was the only one like who would like communicate with me and only me. If it was anyone else, he wouldn't go for it. But he had these two little dogs with him. I ain't gonna put the this boy's like I ain't gonna be fully put this boy's business out. Uh, and so I asked so like we asked I asked him, I was like, what grade do you in? I thought he said seventh. He actually said second grade. I was like, oh Lord. So, as I continued to talk to this little boy, like, my heart was just, like, kind of sinking. And I actually cried for, like, a little bit. And, you know, there was this time where he did come back, like, like a week later. He was, he had came back, and the people on my job told me that he couldn't sit with the rest of the kids that were there because of his dogs. And these were like little bitty harmless dogs. They was like, it was a hazard or whatever. And they wanted me to tell him because I was the only one he would talk to. And you know, that actually really broke my heart just for the simple fact that, Lord, like this sweet little boy (coughs) who ain't a danger to no soul. Like, these little dogs ain't a danger to nobody. They want me to tell him that he can't come over and play with the other kids, like, because of his dogs. And so I couldn't do it by myself. So, like, what we did was... So one of the representatives from another place, she was there, and thank God for her because she had... um she had helped me. She was like, well, we'll tell him that, well, I, like, we'll tell him that we're going to eat over here, and then you'll just sit, like, just sit with him and talk to him. So, I had grabbed him some food, and <clears throat> I had grabbed me some food, and I just sat there and ate with him. Because, <coughs> excuse me, because where we were serving lunches that day, there was a park right next to it. So I took him over, like, to, to where the park was, him and his dogs. And we just sat there and ate. And I, um, I, um, whew, I'm sorry, y'all. About to get emotional. I, I went over there and I talked to him. And... This little boy was so sweet. I just wanted to take I wanted to take him home. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to, like, open my arms. I wanted to take him home. I wanted to give him a bath. I wanted to give him, like, something, like, real to eat instead of, like, a sandwich. I wanted to, I wanted to do so much, and, like, I couldn't do it. And that's what, like, that's what I think the impact came to me. Like, you have to, it's like. It that taught me like you have to do right by like not only people but like little kids because it's like this little boy was like so was so sweet and the neighborhood that we live in is like where where I live in parts of it are just so vicious. 
and to know that this little boy is just sweet and it's like don't really know no better and like just wandering around with these two dogs and and knowing that like something could harm him or hurt him it hurt me for the simple fact I was like I can can only do so much like my job is to give you lunch and like send you on your way but I can't do that I like in my heart I was like I gotta do more it's like and I actually was kind of putting my my job on the line because I was giving him more food than I was supposed to because on my job we had like a share box so it's like the extra food that we had we put it in the share box and that was like for anyone to take so I actually like I grabbed a bag from off like our bus and then like I was just, like packing I was like packing this bag up I think he I think I I, I let him go like when almost like about like 10 to 20 sandwiches and stuff you know him to take home like to his to his family or whatever he was going on and you know ever since I ever since like I got off my job I think about that little boy so much like I think about him a lot and I'm praying that I get to see him again so I can just see like where he's at like you know is he okay it's like it's like I actually passed by his his house one day like when I was like when my job started to end I passed by his house one day but I don't know if he, and that was in August, and I don't know if he's still there or nothing. But yeah, he made a real impact on my life. And I don't have no ties to this little boy, no nothing, no blood ties, no nothing. He was just someone who just came and is someone who just like, like, just like touched my heart so much. And it's like, I, if I could, I would take him. Like, if I could have. And if I had the opportunity, I would take him in. I would. I would. It ain't nothing. Ain't no doubt about that. And it would be no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He would be coming home with me, so I, I, I would take care of him if I was ever given the chance. Ever given the chance. And I think, and, and it's sad because sometimes I really sit up at night thinking, like thinking about this little boy, like, you know, like where are you? Are you okay? Like, are you eating? Are you getting a bath? Like, yeah, so that's what, that's the total stranger that really impacted my life. Whew, Lord, have mercy. Whew, Lord, let me get myself together. Hold on, y'all. <laughs> <coughs> mm. Lord, that took a lot out of me. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Oh, okay. This is good. Who's the worst guest you, you've had in your house and what did they do? Okay. So, the worst guest I think I've ever had in my house, where I live at now. I don't know who friend this was. I don't know if she was a friend of my aunt or she was a friend of my grandma's or whatever. Or what have you. But this woman brought her brought her little child into into this house and I was like, okay. 
I was like, oh my God. So, like, mind you, before this little, little girl even hits the door, this mama telling us, like, how, like, she just, how she just, just, like, just loud and how she gets into stuff and how she'll just do all type of stuff. So, this little girl hits the door. Mind you, she's screaming to the top of her lungs. <laughs> and the mom ain't saying nothing at this point. She ain't saying nothing. This little girl going up and down the steps. She's going downstairs like where all of our rooms is at. So I'm like, I can't, I can't like do that. And the mom ain't saying nothing. So I goes down there. I was, I try to get her back up. And mind you, this little girl is chubby, chubby. So I'm fighting with this child to get her back upstairs. This, this little girl gonna bite me. And this, and her mom didn't say other one word. I was like. What's going on? What's going on here? Girl, I, I almost dragged the... Like, I was dra- trying to drag the child up the steps. She she kept biting me and stuff. She hit me. She she pulled my hair. She scratched me. This little girl looked had to be about five. I don't care what nobody said. This was a big five-year-old. I was like... Don't you... I, 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 oh. I was like, don't you ever bring your your Holland child. See, that's the thing about me when I get my apartment. In 2020, when I get my apartment, look, this go out to all the people I know by the, like, God forbid any of us, any of us have children or nieces and nephews. Look, when I get my apartment, I and if I invite you over, and if you got children and not just my apartment and my house in the, in the near future <clears throat> if I invite you over you bring a, a destructive loud child that gets anything breaks stuff you leave that child on the curb or you leave that child at home or you just don't come period if you know your child is going to be destructive and um, getting in everything don't bring that to somebody else's house that just goes in general. If you know your kid don't know how to sit down and touch stuff and act like an actual guest, don't bring him to people's houses. Because then, if your child breaks somebody else's stuff, you're going to be sitting there looking stupid. Like, come on, bro. Come on. Come on. Common sense. Common sense. Common sense. Oh, Lord. I'm Oh, I, I dare somebody to do it. I dare someone to do it. I dare. Oh, I dare someone to do it. I dare someone to do it. It will be on like Donkey Kong. I'll fight the little kid. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna lie. Especially if they break my good china. Oh. Oh, my God. Who haven't you seen or talked to in a long time, and you hope they're doing okay? Well, I would say, and I think I've talked about him before, you know, my ex-baby Paul. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think about him a lot. I think about how he's doing, like, what, like, if he's doing okay. Like, I think about, is he, like happy now like I think I think a lot about him I think about like 
like what's he doing like how is he making out for himself is he like you know okay I think about I think about Paul a lot I think about you know what could have been you know what was I still got so many I still got screenshots of all of our messages and I go through them and I just oh I just think about like the good thing that we had while it lasted and the reason why we split up is reasons that like you know I'm not gonna say but it was common kind of gonna know <laughs> we didn't break up each other we didn't break up with each other because we hated each other no but you know oh I think I just think about him a lot I, I'm not gonna lie I miss him I miss him like I miss him like crazy but you know after sooner sooner or later I realized life had to go on babe life had to go on and you know Nothing I can really do about it at that point. So, yeah. And Paul, if you're listening, I miss Cookie misses you. And I still love you. Alright? And if you want to hit me back up, just to say what's up. <laughs> yeah, I know. My line's always open. <laughs> Oh, yep. Um, what is, what is quite possibly the most annoying thing ever? Oh my God. The most annoying thing ever, like, it doesn't say specifically, like, the one thing I say is the most annoying thing, like, with me, and I think I've said this a million times, if you go to the bathroom... And when you come out of the bathroom, turn off the bathroom light. What is the whole point of leaving the bathroom light? I don't know why that irks me so much. I don't know why it should irk me so much. But I don't like that. If you if People do that so much in my house. Like, if you go to the bathroom, turn out the light when you come on. And, and also, put down the toilet seat. That's all I ask. When you finish using the bathroom, flush it. Flip it and then turn out the light. I, I, well, wash your hands also. But, like, turn out the light. <coughs> I don't get why those two things just irk me so bad. But it's just so annoying to me. Like, come on. Oh, this is so annoying. Oh. It's so annoying. Like, what's the point? I don't know why it irks. I don't really don't know why it irks me so bad. I don't know why. I don't know why. Whew. Whew. Okay. Anyway. Who is your favorite actor? Ooh, this is this is easy. Dwayne Johnson, hello. Have you seen him? All that sexiness? All that chocolate? Mixed with peanut butter? Like Oh, can you imagine just chocolate all over his... Ooh, chop. Like, and also, like... Like, he just, he just covered, like, in like in syrup and just glistening and just... 
chocolate, like just covered in chocolate syrup and peanut butter, and then like you get to lick, lick it off, like like. <coughs> oh, just oh, just let me calm down. Whew. Oh Lord, it's twenty degrees outside, and I'm getting hot. Oh Lord, have mercy. Anyway. Oh. Whew. What? What do you wish that you could relive? I wish I could relive the trip I took to Philly. No, 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 no. No, no, scratch that. I wish I could relive the time I went to go see the Bronx Tale. The, the Bronx Tale musical, I went to go see that my freshman year. And what I tell you, <coughs> I have never wanted to go see another play so bad. I want to go see that play again, just how the way it was that night. Oh, my God. That, that whole play was like a phenomenon. I was like, oh, yes, I got my complete life on it. I, I, oh, I was like, this was this was worth this was worth everything going through like, just to watch this. I was entertained, the music was everything, the dance numbers was everything. I was getting my life. Mm. Yes, so I would love to relive for when I my freshman year when I went to go see the Bronx Tale. Chad, I'd do anything to relive that. Anyway. Um what snack can you just can you not just get enough of? Just not get enough of I would say oh there's a oh there's a quite a few, but like I'm a gummy, I'm a gummy girl. I'm a gummy girl. Yes, I'm a gummy girl. Oh yeah, my yummy, tummy, funny looking gummy girl. Oh, I will, I will get my life off that little song. But anyway, I would say peach rings and lifesavers. Yeah, peach rings and like I like all type of gummies, but peach rings and lifesavers. Yeah, like <laughs> those are where it's at. I love those. I love the gummy lifesavers with all my might. Oh, oh, yeah. So I say we like like they're like real delicious and they're extra fruity. That's what like, <clears throat> yes, yeah, like that's what like really like soothes my palate because they're so fruity. It's so fruity. They're so fruity. Oh. When was the last time you laughed so hard you cried? Oh my god. Alright, so the last time I laughed so hard that I cried was when, you know, my grandma, even though she even though she like is sometimes she has her moments. So I remember when I remember when like it was I don't know, was it last year, was it the year before? It was it was one of them. Me and my mom was upstairs, and like upstairs in our in our house, and my mom told me that to go do 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 something on the back step. So, mind you, it was like I don't know what time of year it was, 
I don't know if it was the winter time. I don't know if it was the summer or spring or fall. I don't remember. But all I know is that some, so when I went to go to the back step, something had flew in the house. It was like a big moth, like a big, big, big moth. Like, it was, like, so big. So, like, me and Baba, we sit there trying to kill it. We both screaming, like, ah! Like, we're both screaming. And my grandma come out talking about, what the hell y'all screaming about? Well, I tell y'all that she just saw the moth, and, like, that was, like, the quickest I ever saw my grandma run. She just running, talking about, ah! <laughs> well, I tell you guys, I dropped my, the brew so quick. And I was rolling. I was just sitting there just dying laughing. And I was just like crying. I was so mad. I was like, oh my God. I was like, this is funny as hell. I was like, this is funny. Yeah, so like that's like the last time I last time I cried. Alright, two more guys and then we're gonna have to take another break. Um What what would be the worst thing to put in a pin into a pinata? Um, <laughs> it would be the what would be the worst and funniest thing would be would be condoms. If you <laughs> if you were to put condoms into a pinata, and then break like legit. If you would, who excuse me. If you would take a pinata, especially if it's like for like a grown person's uh, party, and you would take a pinata and just fill it up with condoms, and people and people thinking that they about to get candy, and all of a sudden pop, there's like a bag full of condoms. Like don't send it to those to those little kids party. That's not what we doing. But a grown people's party, that would be like the most funniest thing. I would laugh so hard. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the like that would be the worst and funniest thing. <sighs> All right, last one. What makes you feel old? You know what makes me feel old? Uh, not, I didn't even feel old until this happened when my aunt had her baby. Like my new, like my new, uh, my little niece. Yes, she makes me feel old because she's one and a half. And by the time she gets my age, I'm going to be 30 or 30, like in my like 31 or 30, 31 or 32. I'm going to be like in my early 30s. So it's like, little girl, I was feeling perfectly young until you came about. Jesus, so like, yes, like that legit makes me feel old. Oh, Lord have mercy. Anyway, you guys, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back. Okay? Don't go nowhere. Mwah! Let's go. 
and that was X Factor by Lauren Hill, and welcome back to Cookie J Radio. And as always, I'm your host, the lovely, fabulous, luscious, and luminous Miss Cookie J. Unfortunately, lovely, this is the part where we have to depart. I'm so sorry. It's sad, I know, but never fear. If you love this episode, and if you love the past episodes, and if you want to love the episodes that are going to come forth, you can go to anchor.fmm.com anchor.fm.com you can also go on Spotify Google Podcasts iTunes um, the, all the podcasts like all the podcast episodes will be on those platforms as well just type in either Cookie J or Cookie J Radio those are the only two um, link names that will work for for any of them and any of them is um, available there and you can also go to the Cookie J Productions Facebook page, and there you will find all the links to all the platforms. There, <clears throat> you can also follow me on my Instagram at being underscore Cookie J, and you can also follow me on my Snapchat Cookie underscore J Six. Oh, all right, loveys. Until next time, I love you. God loves you. Oh, Lord. I love you guys so much. Kisses. Until next time.